0: right episode number 96 96 here we are for i can't and by the way you know for those of you who listen to this you're probably like okay enough with the intro stuff because i say the same things over and over again but i have to tell you i just did the transition of all the music and the recording and all that with no problem so my rustiness is gone so i'm back and ready to jump in to this in the ways that I used to. So, welcome everyone to the 96th episode of the Trauma-Informed Educators Network podcast. I am Matthew Portell. You've probably, if you've listened to this for a while, you've heard my voice probably way more than you probably would like to. But nonetheless, I know you keep coming back because I have awesome people, and we talk about awesome things that can uh, impact you, your practice. Um, those that you work with, and ultimately the world, which is why we do this. We want to truly be disruptors that unite around what we know to be the best practice, even when that means we're pushing against the paradigms of what we're told we're supposed to do versus what we know we should do. So today's episode, um, we're going to get into several things. But before we do, I want to remind you all, um, if you listen to this podcast regularly, do me a big favor, just go give us a review, right? And if you don't know how podcasting works, the more reviews you get, the, the faster it bumps the podcast up on platforms, the more access people have. And so it just helps, right, to get this message out. And today's guest and I were just talking, I don't get paid a nickel from this, so I don't do that for the money. I really am doing this because uh, just like Ginger, my guest today, we are very passionate about this work And we've seen the impact and want to share that with the world. So um, if you haven't given a review, um, if you even while you're listening here, just click that little review button. Give me a little review uh, and let us know what you think about the podcast, because um, to be quite honest, I enjoy doing it so much um, that I don't know if I would I don't think I would even worry if people like this is terrible. But I will tell you that looking today, two hundred and thirty thousand streams tells me that people do enjoy the guests that are on here. Um, And that brings me to today's guest. And I will tell you, um, this guest has been on here several times. And uh, every time I'm like, hey, you want to come back on? Because we have so much fun. So Ginger Healy is a clinical social worker. She has worked as a child abuse investigator, hospital social worker, social services supervisor at an international adoption agency, and school therapist. She's currently the director of programs for the Attachment and Trauma Network. She co-authors the, uh, co-anchors authors co the podcast Regulated and Relational and speaks nationwide on trauma-informed schools, therapeutic parenting, and community engagement. Ginger's the author of Regulation and Co-Regulation, right here in my hand, accessible neuroscience that brings calm into the classroom. And her newest book is a companion book to the first called Oh, wait, I just said your second one, didn't I? Oh, well, mix mix that up.
1: They have have practically the same title and practically the same cover. So it's all good.
0: Well, they're practically not the same book because they're two different books (laughs) and they're (laughs) partnered. So you need both of them. But listen, this the other the other is a workbook, right, that dives deeper into the practices and chapters so hey you know what we're just going to jump in so ginger welcome tell us a little bit more about you if you want and tell us about all the amazing uh things that you have working not just the books but also we're going to get into the attachment and trauma network uh trauma or uh tell me tell me the title it just
1: slipped trauma sensitive school that's conference.
0: it that's it, it creating transcendent. Trauma Sensitive <laughs> Schools Conference. Tell us about a little bit about all those things.
1: I am so excited to be here. Thank you. There is so much to tell you about and talk about that, Um, you know, everybody pop your popcorn and get relaxed because we're going to be here all night. No, we'll stay on task. But I do want to start off talking about the annual Creating Trauma Sensitive Schools Conference hosted by the Attachment and Trauma Network. This is our seventh annual conference and we just keep getting bigger and better every year this year we have um, two conferences so our first is our in person conference in Dallas, Texas, starting February 18th. We do it over that holiday weekend because we want everyone to come, but it's for educators and educators have a hard time getting substitutes, taking off work, traveling. We get that and we appreciate and we hold that for you. And so we have chosen this weekend, a long weekend, so that educators can come to this conference in person so starting february 18th that's our pre-con day we call it our academy day that's on sunday february 18th and then february 19th and 20th is the conference and i wish i had time to go through and tell you every single person that is speaking because the lineup would and will blow you away we have the absolute best of the best speakers Um, at our in-person conference and we have a virtual conference. So I'm going to kind of go back and forth and tell you about them. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, February 18th through 20th is the in-person conference in Dallas. And then we'll take a break Wednesday. We'll get on our flights, get back home, get in front of our computers. So that Friday, excuse me, Thursday and Friday, February 22nd and 23rd, will be our virtual conference so two conferences separate speakers separate keynotes so that we could get all everything to everybody and so for those that can't come in person this virtual conference is a phenomenal um, opportunity for you to get just as much really powerful information and um, listening to speakers and then you have access to those speakers and the sessions for 30 days so you know, one is not better than the other. They are equally phenomenal, and hopefully you can go to both, but we understand that that's not always possible, so we offer both options. So going back to the in-person, um, we have Dr. Ross Green, who will be our opening keynote Monday morning, and then Dr. Lori DeSatels is going to close us out Tuesday afternoon with this really cool concept called a town hall meeting meeting where we'll gather all together as one big, large group, and she will set the intention of what we're going to do. And then we're going to split up into groups, into teachers, into administration, into like counselors, mental health support, and into community members and other. And then we'll break out into sessions with great leaders of each one, you know, Jim's four leader will be there leading a group and um, so many others, Lori, of course, then we'll gather back together and talk about what we've learned from our discussions and, and then put it all together with what do we do moving forward? Because the thing about this conference is you come, you take it in, you are blown away and you're on this high and inspired. And then you've got to go back to your building, which for some is exciting and for others it's it's scary and it's hard and they get overwhelmed. And we don't want anybody going home feeling alone. We want you to feel supported, that you have made new friends and connections and you have a plan going forth that you can implement immediately with ongoing resources and support. So that's, um, I mean, I, you know me, I can go on and on and on, but that's kind of a little bit, uh, with the, um, in person, but I cannot even tell you how excited I am about our virtual because, um, Stuart Shanker and Susan Hopkins are going to be our keynotes Thursday. And then Dr. Nadine Burke Harris is our closing keynote Friday. And can I just, my heart is just about to leap out of my chest every time I talk about these speakers and especially our keynotes, because you will not find better a better lineup anywhere. I am super biased, but I come by that very honestly because of how hard our team works and how much we are packing into this week that is just a not to be missed conference. So what else do you want to know about the conference? Well,
0: I mean, I, I I can learn more, but I want to tell them about my experiences too, because I'm going to be honest oh, with you please. all. Let me tell you. I said this last year on this same podcast when we had Julie from the ATN on here. It's like a family reunion, you all. It is really like just getting around like-minded people. And I will tell you, um, one of my partner districts, the the Chester County Intermediate Unit, um, I had started working with them last year, saw them at the ATN. Um, they saw me a little bit looser and more outgoing than they normally did because usually I'm at the school. And it was a great opportunity to connect with them in that space. And, matter of fact, they're going to be back this year just as I am. But it's also this opportunity to connect to like minded people from around the world. And I think that's what we all need, right? And I love the idea of Dr. Lori, which, by the way, she's been on here at least twice, I think three times now that I think about it. So check her podcast out. Dr. Ross Green has been on here. Mr. Shanker has not, but maybe we can make that happen. And then you all, the fact that Dr. Nadine Burke is speaking, I don't, I know Ginger says she's jumping out of her skin, but you all, if you don't know how big this is, she does not speak. Publicly, much anymore. After she stepped out of being the Surgeon General of California, she, for her own well-being, she is living by what we say we need to do when it's too much. I know I reached out to her. Um, We we actually did a mutual podcast together. We were both guests. It was for um, a large education organization and. Um, I just reached out and said, hey, if you ever get time. She's like, yeah, I'm not doing much any right now. I'm just taking care of myself. So the fact that we get to hear from her, a pioneer in this work, just like Jim's yeah. core leader, so many other people that are pioneers of this work in one space, whether virtual or in person at during one week. I mean, it's it's truly an opportunity yeah. that I'll never pass up. I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah, it's, it is life-changing. And I had the opportunity to do a Zoom with Dr. Burke Harris in preparation for the conference. And can I just tell you, she is honestly so excited to speak. Mm-hmm. She is also jumping out of her skin going, I want to talk about this. I need to talk about this. The work needs to continue forward. How can I help? So I, it was just... Um, an honor to to hear that from her that she and i'm not surprised that she's not that she's her heart is still so overflowing with this Mm. work and she's gonna give us what we need to keep going because she and i talked about how we are overwhelmed and we're tired and we love these kids but we need help and so Oh, I just can't wait to hear the wisdom she's going to bestow on us. Yeah,
0: It's going to be awesome. And let's be honest. um, Dr. Lori Desitels is one of my favorite people in the world to hear speak. She just is a truth teller. But the thing about Dr. Lori is she's doing the work in a school. It's not that it's theoretical and she actually in development goes into the uh, uh, the same school with the same group of students and begins to develop these practices and you know, I, I I have so much respect for her work because it is based in neuroscience, but grounded in practice. And anytime yeah. we can have those combinations, we have to yeah. engage in that. And, you know, that that does get me to um, your book because, um,
1: man, Ginger. Let me say, I'm going to interrupt you and just Please. say one more thing yeah, about the by conference. All means. I have the absolute best most exciting news to share oh yeah
0: here let me drum roll let me drum roll
1: the attachment and trauma network um is able to offer we have a flash sale so that we can get everybody there that wants to come so right now and this is like limited time you've got to jump on this um buy one, get one registration. So if you have a friend or a colleague and you want to go together, that's like half price, right? That's going to go through Monday, February 5th. So this is really time limited. And there's only a number of spots that we can fill that with, but this is your chance. And um, so just email me or the attachment and trauma network. If you have any questions, um, but you want to jump on that because we have never done that before. I'm so yeah, that's excited. That's super awesome. Everybody there that has really wanted to come and, and has not yet been able to. So I'll have to mention that, that
0: to my wife who is an engineer who every time I try to talk about neuroscience and stress and trauma and she's like, <laughs> maybe I'll be like, you know what you're going because we got half price. Right. Yeah. So, um, somebody asks, is that flash sale Ooh. only for in person?
1: Thank you for that question. It is only for the in-person. So we have a really great price for registration on the virtual and you get the virtual for 30 days afterwards. So some really great deals going on that you just don't want to pass up on.
0: And one other thing or two other things you don't want to pass up on is coming by to the Trauma Informed Educators Network booth. And saying hello right I, I didn't even I, listen I almost passed that up listen we're I'm gonna be there I've got a uh, an, another colleague that's coming with me um, we have uh, I'm gonna have our our unapologetic disruptor t-shirts but I'm getting a new <laughs> version made I'm getting a new version made it's unapologetic disruptor for good underneath it so that when people are like tell me more and you don't get stopped in the airport because people feel uncomfortable <laughs> and you have the but it's it is we're gonna have four good ones and here's the cool thing um if when you register for the atn you put that you heard about it through the trauma informed educators network we're gonna get your information i'm gonna send you an email about a little time that you can come and get these at a very, very discounted rate. Usually we charge twenty five dollars. They're going to be like fifteen bucks. So if you Ooh. want a t shirt, come by the booth. I also have some stickers, some Trauma Informed Educators Network stickers. I have some other bot water bottle stickers. You can come and get and some brochures and all kinds of things. Um, um, and just come and talk to us about what yeah. you're doing. Um, because again, these conferences are about connection. They're about. Um, they're about just. Com- joining each other in this work. Matter of fact, last year, Ginger, uh, we had a partner, uh, Blue Jack Kids. Uh Feamy, yeah. yeah, she came by the booth and she we talked to each other and uh she emailed me and said, Hey, can you review our platform? We did, and let me tell you, it's an awesome, amazing platform. They're gonna be there. Swing by their booth. I was just gonna um, say
1: that. Blue Jack will be there. So we are so excited. And you are doing you're speaking at a session, but you are also doing what we call a showcase mm-hmm. where you're gonna have another kind of mini session and that's like monday at 11:20 so there will be lots of opportunities to, for attendees to interact with you with me with everybody there like the networking is just it is phenomenal
0: it is and and the evening network is is even more entertaining and fun. If you see me out, just come say hi. I do enjoy some unprofessional development in the evenings. Um, and I hope that you'll join me too. So let's you all ATN, you got to go right. And, and where do they register? They, where do they, what's the, what's yeah, the site?
1: To, go to dot org and, or I think dot trauma.org slash conference, but You just look up, um, the attachment and trauma network and it will all come up. And my email is ginger at attached trauma.org. And so you can reach me and I can, you know, help you out with anything as well. So yeah, same here.
0: Reach out to me and I can send you the link. I can connect you Mm -hmm. to ginger, all of that good stuff. Um, so let's get to this, this amazing tool because, um, Man, is it applicable? Is it, it's all of the things when people say, okay, this is great. So what do I do? Right? All of this, I believe in the science. So what do I do? Well, these are the things that you do, right? So tell, talk us through yeah. the, this book, right? Tell us just, yeah. you know, why you, why you chose to write it. Why? And especially I love that it's regulated and uh, regulation and co-regulation, accessible neuroscience and connection strategies for the classroom and beyond. And then tell us about like the next one. Tell, just tell us all about this. Yeah.
1: Oh gosh. I'm, I, I'm so proud of this because it, it's, it's, it's a love letter from me to educators in um, in getting this information in your hands and getting it really accessible because I by no means am a neuroscientist and I needed, when I learned everything about how to help kids, I had to have it taught to me in, in a simplified way, right? And so this is how I'm giving back is through these two books is breaking down what are the strategies and the tools and the information and content and curriculum that you need as an educator um, to, in order to help kids heal their nervous systems we talk about neuroplasticity and rewiring their brains and so the first book really gives a lot of foundational concepts in just really bite sized pieces. I mean, it's a short book. It's a small book. It is, you can read this in a day. You can go back to it. It's really easy. And so um, it, it, it has done very well. And that's why I went for the workbook was to give even more, a deeper dive into strategies, actually giving prompts and scripts. And reflections and, you know, walking through do this in a way that you can also modify it because you can put it into elementary, you can use it with younger kids, middle kids, older kids, so you're going to want to modify it and I give you the bandwidth to do that that you know yourself you know your kids and so here's the template now you modify it to what you need small group large group kids um i even have a chapter on neurodivergence, and i that is also very near and dear to my heart and so there are a lot of um crossover strategies for any situation in the classroom and then i also have a chapter for crossover strategies for the home for the community, for teachers themselves. So that's why this second one is called For the Classroom and Beyond because there's just so much more that can be done in after-school programs, anywhere that a child is and in a a safe adult can put these um, fun activities and practices into, into play, so pretty proud of that.
0: And you should be because you are so right, right? This work is not about one specific sector. Many of you know, I I spent two years, almost two years in a in a role looking at cross sector collaboration around community healing and community organizing. It is so true. I I, I can see this using in the faith based community. Right. So let's. Let's do some of these uh, strategies to get grounded before we start the lessons. I can see this in community centers, right? I can see this in tutoring organizations. I can see this so far beyond in and so far beyond the classroom because these are tools for co-regulation and regulate. It's a toolbox that this is providing and... It gives the adult the ability, like you said, which is so powerful, right? The ability to make it their own. Take this that I've created and I've published and I've do you because I, I think that is so powerful because in so many spaces and places in this work, people say, but you have to do it this way. And I don't mm. know if you know, Ginger, but I'm an unapologetic disruptor. So I don't like to be told I so what good. I know. I don't like to be told what to do. Right. And there is yeah. such this feeling of professionalism of like, well, you have to do the script. You have to say it the way it says. Mm. You have, there's times and that's absolutely as a new teacher, I did that. Right. But as I grew, I wanted to make things my own. And even as a principal, I remember reading all of the books right i've got jim spoil leaders the trauma-informed school i've got building trauma-sensitive schools i have joe brummer's book which he'll be there uh, presenting as well An academy day building a trauma-informed uh building yeah. a story Trauma Informed school all of these are tools for the toolbox and that's exactly what yours is and to me mm-hmm. the applicable piece of it is so powerful you don't have to you don't have to You don't have to, there's no translation. Like it's literally like, for example, strategy, right? Like uh, it's like a secret. I'm going to see what strategy comes up next, right? (laughs) Strategy. Like, I mean, seriously, I don't even have to look. I just know that I can go in and be like community care, right? School community care or community in general. And then afterwards, here's a care plan, right? Yep. This is what we need and when I say we I say educators practitioners and those of us that are trying to do this on the ground um yeah so how did you come up with I mean where did all the because there's some amazing tools in here how long did it take you to develop where did it come from
1: like tell us more about yeah I started last summer so it took about six months it's been working on it about every day for six months but i there are some great resources that i pulled from um and so you'll see that in the reference reference section too that you know i always i use a lot of uh, work you know from people like Lori Disa tells that we know are tried and true and have really done this. And then I've, I've just modified it a lot to, like I have strategies in there that can be student led because that's such an important thing for a lot of students. And so there are things that can be really, Done by even young students, because once you put things into play repetitiously, you know, and that is predictable and pattern, students can lead those. And that's really fun. So. Well, in this, um, too,
0: um, this isn't something you see a lot. Um, hmm. And it's something that I push back on. You're supporting my pushback. I push back on in this work where. We're constantly wanting to talk about what's happening in homes and their homes are terrible and the homes of this, the homes are that. You know, mind you, many schools are using um, detrimental practices in, in school, but we don't want to talk about that. But here's what you do, right? You bridge it. You bridge yeah. in, in a productive way of, okay, so... Let's start having, let's start sending communication home about, hey, here's some activities that you can do at home that we do at school that might support you. Listen, it's a missing piece that when I was a principal, Ginger, I wish I would have had because
1: I love to hear that.
0: what we're doing as educators in this work is we're breaking some intergenerational experiences just by Us doing, I had to, we all have to break intergenerational chains sometimes, right? But we can go alongside parents and support, not shame, right? Well, they don't know this, or they yell at their kid, or they use this word in front of their child, or they said this. That doesn't help anything. But when we're saying, hey, we're doing restorative, restorative processes at school, here's a letter introducing, introducing you to that. And here's something you can try so that we're all kind of
1: speaking the same language. It's about wrapping that student all the way around with love and support and resources, sending the message. We see you. You are valuable. We are going to do this together. It gives the student the opportunity to come home and say, you know what I learned that we could do together as a family? And I know as a parent, there were so many times that I I just was tired. But if I had something in front of me that was like, try this at home tonight, take five, 10 minutes, I would be like, okay. And so I've, I really, everything is very, uh, I don't want to say simple, but simple. It's all because listen, it all comes back to relationship, Mm -hmm. not focusing on the behavior, focusing on the relationship. And you can do that in a lot of different ways. Here's an idea. Here's one way to do that. And then what that does is um, spark other ideas like, Oh, really? That's, you know, if we just spend time together, laughing, talking, leaning into some uncomfortable things, whatever it is that helps. I can do that, you know, and then it just is this domino effect, right?
0: You know, and because we know that um, we do what was done to us, right? Whether that's a teacher, sometimes we I say that because I've, I've had this experience in the last week. For those of you who do not know, I'm actually back in a school district uh, working in schools every day here locally while also continuing to do all of my my other things. But this week, I've just really been noticing that here in Tennessee, you can now get a alternative license and be a non-educator. So as long as you have a degree, you can get into the classroom. And I'm watching teachers who do not have formal training doing what was done to them in school because it's the only thing they know what to do. Right. So I say that to say, I'm not blaming anyone. Right. We have a, we have a pretty intense, I'd it's a self-inflicted crisis. This, uh, nobody should be shocked that we aren't having, we're having a shortage of teachers. This shouldn't be a shock to anyone. Right. But I watch and I think, man, I should just literally buy your two books to all of those teachers and say, do me a favor, just go and and read this and let's talk later. Right. Talking to the principals that I work with, because I'm primarily working with principals. Let's do a book study on this because we've got to get to the foundation of why we don't do that anymore. Right. And you can't blame educators on some spaces because even in teacher school, I didn't learn any of this. Right. And I know now teacher prep programs, there's, It's still not widely taught. So these resources, this is why it's so important to share these resources, because we have so many opportunities um, to do it differently. Right. Yeah. And that includes with our parents. I didn't do it right. I didn't have these resources when I started. Yeah. I sure wish I did.
1: Yeah. Well, and you bring up a really good point. If you flip to chapter 10, you'll see that whole chapter is just all about the educator and that me sending the message, listen, this is, this is hard. Here are 10 things that you can try or pick one of the 10, because if you're not okay, the kids aren't okay, right? We care about you. We want you to be okay. And I don't want to put one more thing on your plate. And I don't want you to think that I'm shouting self-care, you know, that's not what this is. This is, I'm going to strengthen you and help you strengthen so that you can continue because that's what we need. We need you there and, and we want you there. You are so needed and so valuable.
0: You know, it's interesting because I stepped out for two years, right? And so I haven't been, Mm -hmm. I've been, I was doing in the community organizations or organizing space and I've come back and it's quickly just become so even more obvious than when I left this intensity on educators to just press on and push through and it's it's just mind-boggling to me where i walked into and by the way i'm I'm in an amazing district that gets this that talks about this so it's not it's not that this isn't even discussed there's long discussions we have a trauma-informed school uh, department we have a social emotional learning health department we have a restorative department we have so much going on but then i just i walked into a principal's meeting ginger last week for the first time in two years and i could feel the depths Mm. of the exhaustion and i could see it and here i am what i referred to to my colleagues as two years of principal recovery i got to recover for two years with this amount of energy and enthusiasm to just come back in Mm. looking at my colleagues going you know what that means right now? That means just patting you on the back saying, call me if you need anything. Hey, you know what? Yeah. If if you need somebody, just call me. I'll be there, right? So that's yeah. what I see here too in your book is this is about community, right? This isn't yeah. go suffer alone in the closet, crying no. heaps of tears, which we've all done. Um, yeah, This is really about how can we connect to each other and the byproduct is connected children yeah
1: yes 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 but we i love i love the word community you know it's a verb right it's just together and connection and i i can i'll never be able to say that enough i'll never stop talking about that and and shouting the message of we need each other you should not be in this work alone and there that's why i love that our conference so much because it just promotes community and belonging and um these relationships that don't need to be face to face. We wish we could all be face to face, but we can connect and support each other virtually, not just at the conference, absolutely at the conference, but beyond that, because um, once you go back into the work every day, you have to have something that sustains you. You have to have a friend you can call or text or Marco Polo's, and, and, you know, vent and get it out and then what move forward mm-hmm. but you have to have those tools and all of that
0: so or 20 friends that you can text <laughs> <laughs> Ginger and I are on a, a a community text chain where we we share constantly well we're all thought partners and uh we do a little poking of fun uh which in the right space and place is appropriate right That to me is my love language. The more that people poke at me, the more I feel seen and heard. Um, (laughs) So I I love that. And let me tell you, last year, you probably don't even know this. Last year, I was sitting in the lobby of the hotel at the ATN conference and um, just talking to some people. And James Moffitt was there and uh, uh, Dr. Gibbs, I think, was there. And there were two other people. We just started talking to them. And I have since been connected to that person yeah. since I left. Matter of fact, they came to the trauma informed educators network conference last year virtual. Uh-huh. Um, we have followed each other on Facebook. She reaches out with questions. You all, that's what it's about. And yeah. here's the thing. Yeah. She, I've learned so much from her. She was a paraprofessional professional yep. support and just listening to like her true authentic experiences of connecting to kids and just sharing in that space in the hotel lobby. Yeah. I mean, that's sometimes that's what it's about to you all, right? It's about going and yeah. learning, connecting, um, unprofessional development and connecting to friends, right? And mm-hmm. and and that's what I love about and I'm gonna be honest, I have only been at the ATN conference the last two or three years. Mm-hmm. Um, because I I don't normally just go to a conference because I want to go to a conference. I normally go because I'm speaking. Now I'm yeah. like, even if I already had my plan, I was coming whether I was speaking or not, yeah. which I am speaking by the way. So if you all are there, come listen to about community yeah. bringing in community. But it it really is that amazing where it's worth the the ability to do that. And are you gonna have your are
1: you are you gonna have your book? There? Oh yes I am. <laughs> we have a really cool bookstore set up at the conference where you the speakers books will be available. So when you hear that speaker speak and you want more information, you can get their book too. I will say the Attachment and Trauma Network, one of the words that I equate with this beautiful nonprofit that I work for is safe, safety. We create a safe place virtually because we do work virtually and, and at the conference. That's to me why I am a part of them as they are safe emotionally and physically and be and we we know this from the neuroscience that once a person feels safe then that's when everything else can happen and that is what i tried to create with that with these books as well is just this ongoing felt safety that you are not alone i am here to help you to support you to give you resources to give you knowledge And there are just so many different ways we can do that. The conference is a way, you know, your podcast is a way, my podcast is a way, uh, the books. um, It's just seeking that out. I want everybody to find that, to find their connections, to find their people. And that's what you have created here, Matthew. And I feel that the Attachment and Trauma Network does the exact same thing.
0: Well, here's what I think that I love about our long existence of relationship between trauma-informed educators network between the ATN between you and I, between all of our friends is you all, this is not a competition, right? Like right. people are like, what you're promoting another conference when you put on your own. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you mean you're talking about podcasts on your podcast? Um, uh, yeah, absolutely. You mean you're, you're writing a book and somebody else has a book that, and they're talking about the same thing you're going to talk. Yeah. You all, that's what this is about is that this is about those connections of there? Jim sport leader told me very early on when I first met him man where were we I don't even remember Louisville Kentucky he mm. said Matthew there's not enough people who have done this work out talking about this work you have to continue to go and talk about this work I have shared that with so many people and here's the thing I have gone through just like the rest of you some imposter syndrome and then I pause and think you know what seven years of being a principal trying to do this and now being back in the district, by goodness, I have experience. And I know what, I know it is right. I know what we're doing is right. And I know many of you are out there, you're teaching or you're a principal or you're a paraprofessional. Listen, you have the experience next year. Apply to speak, right? Yes. Try, throw it out there, right? And ATN is an, is, is an amazing opportunity where you can go feel safe in that space come and present at the trauma-informed educators network pod uh, i said podcast conference come it's it's how we all began to move this work is we all have to be talking about it and part of talking about is putting ourselves out there none of us i will be the first one to tell you i am not an expert of all things trauma-informed and i am a parent of a 13 year old sometimes i am not trauma informed that is just the reality Nobody is is perfect. We all don't have everything figured out, but by goodness, we're coming up with some pretty good ideas and we are trying them and they are having success. And you know what? In 10 years, we may go, what in the world? But I don't believe that. (laughs) I believe in 10 years, people are going to be looking back going, man, I can't believe they were talking about that 10 years ago because as much as we believe that this movement we're still on the front end of this movement. It is, we are not on the back end of the wave. Um, when you are in, in States like Tennessee, you realize every day is a fight to do the right thing for kids in the social and emotional health space. Um, because if I hear one more time and I, we're on the news again, right. For, for spanking in schools, there's legislation going through right now about trying to eliminate spank. The fact that we even have to have a conversation in my state, To ban spanking statewide, I just, it's so much work to do. But I encourage you, get out there. Come to the conference as a participant. The next year, tell us what, come and and present. Teach us, right? Because we're all in the learner space. So we have about, we just haven't, of course, Ginger, you know this would go by fast, but we have a few minutes left. But I always love to give that last few minutes of, what do you want to know educators? What do you want them to know from you right now?
1: Oh gosh. Um Why am I going blank? I don't know. There's I that there is help out there. There is resources out there. There is support. You're not alone. And and it's this is such an exciting time. Every week I have new books that are coming out, um, from friends and colleagues and coworkers that are blowing me away. And it's really, it's, it's just an exciting time to be a part of this movement. And there is, you know, I just, I know that a lot of educators out there do kind of feel alone or that they're, you know, crying in the wilderness. And so just know that there is help and hope and support and resources out there. And so reach out don't um don't let a minute pass by where you don't you know get involved in you know your network Matthew in mine in any network that um can support you virtually or in person but there's just a lot of
0: options and speaking of other new books that came out I don't have Jessica's because it's downstairs I literally opened it. it Um, Jessica is yeah. going to be presenting at the ATN as well. Yeah. So um, her book literally, matter of fact, we may even have copies before they're out. because. Um,
1: yeah. W- it, this is launch week for this book. Right nice. up the learning screen by Jessica Sinarski. She will be speaking at our conference. Yes. She has spoken every year. Her work is phenomenal. This is like one of 10 books. Yeah. And I'm probably even saying not enough that Jessica has put out. And, her information is so accessible as well. Uh, This is what I've noticed from, you know, people like Jessica and Joe and Lori and my work, and that we're all trying to break it down so that it is just accessible and bite-sized and you can implement it, that you don't have to be an expert. And I'm the first to, you know, admit, I don't know what I don't know. And so... I just love that we're we're all learning it together and applying it together. And for the benefit of these kids, it's pretty powerful to see right in front of our eyes, the work that's being done and the magic that's happening. There's nothing greater than when I get an email saying, I tried this and it worked. Mm. It's like, yeah, you know.
0: It's exciting, right? And
1: exciting. of course
0: you all, you probably already know. I'm also co-authoring a book. You can see it if you're live down here underneath me coming out from Harvard Education Press. It'll be sometime 24, 25. It could be fall, going into winter, spring. We're just kind of in that space. Um, but I will tell you, going through the writing process has been, honestly, I, I think that's why I ended up back in a, in a school, in a school district, mm-hmm. because I was I've been reflecting so deeply the last several months of writing that it was like, this is where I'm supposed to be. I need to be in a space where I'm able to do this work um, day to day, and, and and it's been it's been uh, it's been remarkable, right? So when that book comes out, I hope you all will consider it. Um, I don't know if I've ever shown this on here, but I actually got it at the Atn last year. Um, oh yeah,
1: I've got one of those too. Yes. So
0: if you all um, capable is who uh, has designed and made this? Yes. Um, If you listen to the podcast, you probably see my fidgety hands all of the time. And the reason you see my fidgety hands is because I keep this in my podcasting podcasting space and I stretch it out and it's. Got magnets in it, and it's got super soft material, so it actually puts a little pressure when you try to when you try to pull it. Um, it is a great little fidget. Um, yeah. That also you can clean your uh, you can clean your camera with it because it's fuzzy. That's oh, what I said earlier. Um, but if if you ever see my hands kind of down here doing this, this is actually I'm, I'm fidgeting with this uh, tool. But this is was one of the booths last year yeah. um, at ATN, and I well, the soon as I grabbed it, I go I got to have it. I have to have that Um, and it isn't for a student. It isn't for my child. It's for me. Um, And I actually keep it in my, uh, in my computer case. And when I'm at meetings um, I'll put it under the table because I've been accused during IEP meetings of shaking my legs so fiercely that the whole table shakes. Mm -hmm. Um, So this prevents my leg shaking because um, like so many kids, I struggle to sit still. Right. And I'm a grown adult. Um, And I still struggle to sit still sometimes. So, uh, And you accommodate that rather than punish it, you know? It's not that hard. Mm -mm. No. And you know what? Uh, Not sitting still has not uh, impacted my career at all. Um, um, Mm -hmm. I've been a teacher. I've been an instructional coach. I've been a principal. I've been an assistant principal. Um, I've been a community organizer, and now I'm a principal mentor. So all of that. And you know what? I just keep moving. And my leg keeps tapping and I keep fidgeting. Um, So encourage those kids out there who are the fidgeters, leg shakers, pin clickers. Um, Yeah. It's going to be all right. I
1: was the kid that wanted to talk and talk and Mm -hmm. talk and talk and never stopped talking. And so I get it. There are strengths that we can focus on and accommodate. Or we can punish. There's a choice to be made there.
0: Always, always. And now you get paid to talk. Isn't the irony? I mean, that's (laughs) it's it's irony to me. It's irony because I used to get in trouble all the time as well. And now I get paid. People pay me to come and talk. It's the craziest thing. Um, And I say all the things that I want to say because that's what I do. Uh, But you all thank you so very much. Uh, Ginger, thanks again for being here. It's always a pleasure. Unfortunately, our time always goes so fast. Um, too fast where i wish it would go a lot slower Uh, but you all thank you again for listening and as always please, please 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 go into the world and do something absolutely awesome